Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have episode 48 of my Bioweapons Blues series. Title of this one is Silence is Consent. Some people are not remaining silent. Some people are. That's one way that you can kind of parse through the people who are in on it, who benefited from the whole bioweapon rollout, and the people who are not benefiting. But uh, some of these voices are loud. This is Jim Jordan. He's running for the Speaker today, Speaker of the House. Today's October 17th, 2023. And yeah, it's been over a year since I've been doing this series. I still have, I could just do a whole nother year worth of stuff. But uh, today I'm going to show these videos and then go through some slides. But this will be of Jim Jordan. There will be a little bit of uh, background noise on this first video, but I think it's good and worthwhile. It's about Fauci. And then Robert F. Kennedy, who's also running for president, just kind of talking to somebody. Uh, John Stockton, a famous NBA basketball player, talking about the thousand people that he knows who have died and the 100 and 150 athletes that have dropped dead since the kill shot came out. I will not call it a vaccine. Um, it never was a vaccine, actually. It's just one of the lies people keep perpetrating and promoting, and it's uh, got to stop. Then I'll go to Mike Benz, who is talking about how the censorship is part of this whole structure, and they're covering up the COVID lab leak origins. I, I suggest you follow Mike Benz. He's done a great job. Really sharp guy. Uh, interesting background. Then Paul Offit, one of the perpetrators, a liar, who's not taking the shot himself, but he recommends 72 for your kids that are not placebo-studied. That's the science, kids. That's the science. Then um, Canadian talking about, and a pilot, talking about this stuff is never okayed. Then Fauci lying again, Bill Gates under the shadow of the monolith and the efficacy of ivermectin. So you can, if you're out of the country, if you know somebody, go get yourself just a prescription of ivermectin to have on hand because things can get very interesting very, very soon. Anyway, this will be the start. And then I have some uh, slides. So thank you for listening. Dr. Fauci misled us from the get-go. January 31st, 2020, he gets an email from Dr. Anderson. The email says, virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Next day, he gets an email from Dr. Gary. Dr. Gary says, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Those two guys change their position after Dr. Fauci gets them on a conference call and tells them, here's our story. Let's get our story straight. Let's change the narrative and say it came from nature and, and downplay this idea that it could have came from a lab. And I think the re and those two guys went 180 degrees as, as, as you played, would change 180 degrees. And I think one of the motivating factors was Dr. Fauci hands out all this money. He's the, he's got his fiefdom and these guys get $9 million grant just a few months later. I think the reason why Fauci was so concerned about having his narrative out there was because we, our tax dollars went to a lab in China that wasn't up to code, that was doing gain-of-function research, and now we have a leak from that very city. Oh, that it can't be from the lab, Dr. Fauci says. That can undermine everything I've been doing. So he has to go and make sure it's the other theory that gets pushed. And you bring up this $9 million. I want to dig into that a little bit if we can. This grant that the two leading virologists received after they backtracked their support for the lab leak theory. Where did that money come from? Now, this is part of the money that NIAID and, and, uh, and NIH hand out. This is money to do coronavirus research. These guys have been getting our money for years. Dr. Fauci's been handing out millions of dollars for, you know, he's been there 40-some years. He's the highest paid official in our government. So these these were virologists who get the money out of other grants, but they get, they get a $9 million grant again just a few months after they changed their, their narrative. So this is the kind of thing Dr. Fauci's been doing where, where he's, as I said, I think he's built this fiefdom that he and Dr. Collins control. Um, that's where the money came from, from from our tax dollars going to these guys just like our tax dollars went to the wuhan institute of virology right. where this where this leak most likely happened so you're all taking action in the house and uh criticism of dr fauci is growing of course in the senate as well listen to this it was an elaborate cover-up, and it began in January of 2020. There's emails between Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci, in which Dr. Collins says this wouldn't be good for China. This wouldn't be good for science. Look, I know Dr. Fauci. He's a smart man, but his behavior and lack of candor during the, the epidemic has um, 
undermined almost immeasurably the institution of science and public health. And I'm sure that you remember that a fiery exchange between Fauci and Dr. Rand Paul when Fauci sat there, looked him in the eye, and said there was no funding from the NIH for any gain-of-function research to this lab, and now we are finding out that this is, was all not true. Yeah, no, everything you seem to have you told us turned, not, uh, turned out to not be accurate. Uh, I think one of the things we should do legislatively, after all, I'm with the Congress, legislation is what we're supposed to be focused on, is we should say no gain-of-function research. And again, I think that's why Fauci wanted to change the narrative, why he wanted to cover up any reference to a possible lab leak. I think it was all because he knew this was gain-of-function. In fact, he gets an email late that night that, that talks about the, uh, the uh, gain-of-function research process and how this of this grant money that went to the Wuhan Institute of Virology didn't go through the typical approval process. It was just given to this institute. So one of the things we should do legislatively is outlaw this, say no gain-of-function research, and certainly not in China with our tax dollars, for goodness sake. Yeah, and we've got the soundbite from Dr. Fauci early on in the pandemic when he talked about the fact um, that this, there was no chance that this possibly came from a lab leak. So I just want to play that for our viewers so that we can refresh their memory. There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. And he really wanted us to believe that. Um, and it's really interesting because you look at this three years later and hindsight is 2020, but there is not a person on the globe that wasn't touched by this pandemic and doesn't want answers as to where it came from, what the motivation was, and if action needs to be taken. So your response on where we go past the hearings, how this progresses further. Well, first of all, what Dr. Fauci, I believe what he was referencing there was the paper that he had a hand in editing and pushing. So for him then to reference that, well, I think from the White House press briefing room, is, is true. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous and it's frankly wrong in my judgment. So the, the answer is, a first, first, get the facts on the table so the whole country knows everything that happened. This is why I think Dr. Anderson, Dr. Gary, those, those the virologists who initially said this thing came from a lab and then suddenly changed their position after talking to Fauci. I want to talk to those guys. I want, I want those guys to sit for a transcribed interview. And I do think the Congress of the United States should say, no more gain-of-function research. We should not allow this stuff to happen. That, that should be a, an important piece of legislation that we get passed, and hopefully Joe Biden would sign that into law. And if I can switch gears with you for just one moment, because I think this is really important. We're going to talk more about it later in the show. But it's your committee that did some digging um, and discovered the documents that showed the FTC's Twitter investigation was looking for Elon Musk's internal communications and the names of journalists. This is a serious attack on the First Amendment. It's about as serious as it gets. It's about a, a clear example of, of weaponization of government as I've ever seen going after First Amendment, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, rights. But understand this, the, the first Twitter file comes out on December 2nd. 11 days later, there's a letter comes from the FTC. The very first question the FTC asked Elon Musk on Twitter is, who are the journalists you're talking to? I mean, that is frightening. Of who are the journalists you're talking to? Here are four names. They named four journalists by name, or personally by name. Two of those journalists, by the way, are testifying in front of our committee tomorrow. Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, they're testifying tomorrow. So the idea that they're going after journalists, and understand this too, the person who heads up the FTC, guess who she worked for before going to the FTC? House Democrats on the Judiciary Committee. House Democrats on the Judiciary Committee, and, and they have said from the get-go that they're going to fight our committee on the weaponization of government agencies against we the people. They, they said they're going to fight our committee tooth and, and nail. I mean, this is this is how wrong this is, and the idea that Democrats won't stand up and defend the First Amendment but are supporting the attacks and the threats to it. It's just scary. It yeah. really is. It, this is a huge problem as far as I'm concerned because what it seems like is tit for tat retaliation. Elon Musk takes over this company. He exposes exactly what happened over the course of the last few years, and the FTC all of a sudden goes after him. I mean, you know, 
12 letters in three months. 12 letters asking, they ask for every community, Jackie, think about every community, everyone Elon Musk talked to, everyone who talked to Elon Musk, and anyone who talked about Elon Musk, they want all those communications. That is, that is like, that is intimidation, that is harassment, that is the weaponization of government against a private company, for goodness sake. Yeah, I was going to say that. It is a private company. They really don't have grounds to do it. Chairman Jim Jordan, always great to talk to you and get your perspective. Why isn't the press, let me ask you this, why isn't the press, and no BBC or any of the press, you know, you're, we're doing your science over here, CDC's got your science. Why is it that you're not covering the fact that the senior scientist at CDC, he's currently at CDC, a 19-year veteran, Dr. Bill Thompson, the author of the three principal studies that are the bedrock foundation, the assertion that thimerosal does not make kids sick or it doesn't give them autism. He's now come forward, hired the best whistleblower in the country. He's still at CDC and he's saying we lied about all of our science. So how is it that these 350 organizations can say it's unequivocally safe? Where's their science? So what do you think is happening there? Because these are these are doctors, these are community health doctors. doctors are not, they're just are they're doc- lying. No, doctors are not scientists. If they tell me, there are scientists in there. Well, yeah, but if that—that's an argument by credential, okay? See what CDC says is science, or what a scientist says is science. It's not science. It's the World Health Organization. British scientists. Do you understand that? It's not science. Science is paper, research papers that are published on PubMed, and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. That say that Americal is unsafe, and there's not a single study that says that Americal is safe. And these 350 organizations, I'm now giving them a huge opportunity because probably a lot of them could use $100,000. So if they're not just talking out of their hat, they should show you the study. And and guess what? If you beat them to the mailbox and send it to me, you're going to get $100,000. So instead of asking me, you know, why would these guys lie? I mean, I don't know. I can speculate, but all I, I think that they everyone don't, would have to be lying, wouldn't they? No, no, no. no. I, this is what's going on. This is what it is in Orthodox. It's just the same thing that happened to the guy when you're entering a pedophile's pedal. It was a small number of trees who were actually part of the, you know, who were raping children. But everybody got subsumed in it. The bishops, the Vatican, press, the prosecutors, the public, everybody, and anybody who questioned, they, they became convinced that the institution was more important than the children it was supposed to protect. And they said, we have to make these sacrifices for the vaccine program. And what I'm saying is, look at the science. If I'm wrong about the science, then somebody can collect $100,000. If any people in that I'm putting my mouth, my, my mouth is, if somebody in those 350 organizations who just said, you know, that they are, uh, that they're completely safe, there's no problem, all they have to do is come forward with one study that supports that, and I will write them a $100,000 check. They won't be able to do it because it doesn't exist. But they've said that they've already done that. And well, then, but I'm saying then show it to me. I'm not, I, you're you know, I'm, People, in, and this is what journalists are supposed to learn in their first year of journalism school. People in power lie. People in authority lie. Some of them don't know they're lying. Some of them are just repeating what they've heard. They repeat the orthodoxy, the institutional culture. And everybody believes you've got to support the vaccine program no matter what. And anybody who asks questions about it has to be suppressed. They have to be some of this orthodoxy. So there are the people who ask questions as heretics. Well, what I'm saying is, what they said, this is religion, it's not science. What I'm saying is, let's look at real science. Let's let's find me the paper that says it's safe, and then I'll believe it. But I don't believe government officials, and I don't believe, you know, I have to be skeptical, and we all ought to be skeptical. Of my co-authors, who's a, uh, a rheumatologist, a pediatric rheumatologist, had he had this to say. It's Patrick Whalen. I'm a UCLA pediatric specialist. Um, this is just an end of one, but 
February 25th, I filed a VAERS report on a seven-year-old patient who had a cardiac arrest following his first um, Pfizer vaccination. It was about 30, 30 hours after he got the vaccine. Um, I didn't receive any follow-up about it. Um, the patient died about eight days later. I submitted another email offering to update the, you know, the report with the death of the patient. Uh, it's been two weeks now. I still haven't heard anything. So I'm wondering if there's more extensive surveillance than just fears-based surveillance for cases like this. And I would think that if the death of a seven-year-old following the vaccine is not, you know, meriting uh, follow-up, either the system is totally overwhelmed or there's there's something wrong with the reporting system. And again, I'll, I'll pose this to you because it, you really did get hammered and you know people have talked to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar about you and you supported Kyrie Irving whom a lot of people thought was nuts and you know just how do you think the you mentioned that people are thanking you but in terms of policy and in terms of where we are as a as a as a society responding to this stuff where do you think we are we're, we're behind that's what I'm sure uh, we talked about what, what, what's been the cause. People don't realize that if you don't report it, if the bears is a very poor way of keeping track of it, if you don't report it within the first 24 to 36 hours, it isn't recorded. And Henry Aaron, for example, did a public service announcement 18 days later and had, and got vaccinated and then died. And there's never, never, it's never mentioned. So people are starting to ask questions and I think those things are coming out. I think that, uh, uh, Twitter loosening up, they're starting to see the level of censorship that, that took place. Um, and, and it causes most people, even the ones that aren't actively thinking every day, that to go, wait, wait, there's something going on here. And uh, they're starting to ask those questions. So when they learn that, that the bars doesn't really announce even 1% of the actual, when people are dying 14 days or seven days or even four days after the shot, that it, it still counts, but nobody's tracked that, just like they haven't for years. And again, like I said, they, I feel like I've been led to this for a lot of years. It's always been the case with vaccines. Now, I, I would be derelict if I didn't ask you this question, John, because uh, it, there's there's one article here, and, and quite a few of them mention this, that you, you claimed that 100, 150 athletes have dropped dead since the vaccine came out. Where did you get that information? Well, I got it from a lot of places. Otherwise, I would have never had the confidence to share it. That, that's the beauty of it. Is I, I mean, I, I have quite a system that I go through before I open my mouth, especially the statistics. And I knew at the time 150 was dramatically low. And, uh, and I thought it was an area of 300. So when I went, when I went and spoke at the spokesman review, we had a nice interview and they asked that. And of course, whatever factchecker.org or .com is came out and said, well, that's baloney. Um, I went back and looked again. I had names, pictures, faces, um, where they played. Of, I had over 300 at the time. So I felt pretty secure with my little 150. And uh, people had to come out and argue that I, I have the proof in my hands, a piece of paper with the name. So, um, and it's been, it's way more than that now. I mean, I, I think it's in the thousands now, but uh, don't quote me on that one. I won't quote. Okay, we're not quoting John on that one. <laughs> no, no, I'm not 3,000, but it might be. It's a big number. Over from the CIA is reporting now to the House of Representatives that the CIA task force tasked with the job to find out the origins of the COVID-19 virus came back with the conclusion that it came from that lab in Wuhan. And then they were given financial incentives by leadership at the Central Intelligence Agency to change their findings, to change their findings to say inconclusive. That's a real story. That broke this week. Have you heard it? Have you seen it? Mike Benz is the executive director for the Foundation for Freedom Online, former diplomat of the State Department. And this is beyond stunning, Mike Benz. But sadly, I'm not surprised. Yeah, thanks, Larry. So we obviously don't know for sure the, you know, the, the ultimate truth of the distinction between a sort of zoonotic versus uh, lab leak theory. But what's very concerning about this particular news story now about analysts at the CIA being at the CIA being bribed to change their stories on COVID origins away from the lab leak theory is that you have central intelligence agency fingerprints all over the censorship online 
of online theories around the lab leak, really from the very beginning, actually even from before the outbreak even happened. One of the curious events that was sponsored by the John Hopkins University and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was an event, was a a tabletop exercise called Event 201. And for a long time, a lot of people found it very strange that Avril Haines, the deputy director of the Central Intelligence Agency, under uh, under Obama, and currently the, the head of the entire intelligence community, was a participant at what should have been a simple medical community simulation of a SARS-like uh, influenza outbreak. What, what the CIA, CIA director was doing at a simulation whose day four was concerned explicitly on how to censor so-called conspiracy theories about the origins of the outbreak uh, now looks quite damning in retrospect, given this news story. Uh, If I may continue, one one additional uh, issue is you have the actual censorship mercenary firms who who were deployed to engage in COVID censorship activities, that is to to mass flag and provide these sort of disinformation intelligence reports to the platforms themselves were all CIA linked. So for example, Graphica is, is uh, is a social media analytics firm that was born out of the Pentagon's psychological operations research unit called the Minerva Initiative. They've received $7 million in Pentagon grants in the the past several years to do social media disinformation. They began their their COVID censorship work on December 16th, 2019. That's just four days after the uh, after the outbreak of of the of the pneumonia-like symptoms in Wuhan, before the WHO was even informed, there was a COVID outbreak, and well before it even got the name COVID nineteen. What uh, the head of, of that came from the uh, Google C, uh, CIA branch of Jigsaw, and his chief strategy officer spent twenty five years in the CIA. They get their money from the the psyops division of the DOD, and they were the first institution essentially to begin censoring COVID origins. Wow. So you have these fingerprints all over the story. And uh, this is absolutely stunning. And this whistleblower, by the way, who's come forward now, this is a person unidentified as of now who has been with the CIA for decades, worked for multiple administrations, and is described as a, a senior official. This is a very legitimate accusation that they're making here, and you just backed it up with even more. What was the purpose of this, though? Was this to to cover up the fact that if it came from that lab, we would eventually find that U.S. dollars funded much of this research? Was it to uh, keep people from believing Donald Trump, who had said this came from China? And, and is it is it to? I mean, you tell me why? Why would they go to such great pains to cover up the origins? Well, there's a lot here, but this is just right off the top, uh, as you just said. There is a CIA link yet again uh, to to the lab, which is that the which that USAID, which is the world's most famous conduit for covert CIA funding, uh, they recently got busted while Admiral Haynes was actually deputy director, is for trying to fund Cuban rap groups in, into uh, into a CIA project. But USAID funneled fifty three million dollars to Peter Daszak's lab, which worked with the on game of function. With the Wuhan Virology Institute, CIA has a long history with vaccine policies. The CIA was actually busted several years ago running uh, vaccine clinics in Pakistan for the covert purpose of collecting biometric data on the people who lived in Pakistan. This has actually caused a huge international incident when it turned out this vaccine clinic was just a CIA front uh, because they were using that to uh, carry out David Petraeus's biometric counterinsurgency plan. So there's a lot of uh, there's a very nasty history here, and this is also not the first allegation of of CIA bribery and coercion to change uh, analyst memos. Just recently, it came out that the CIA had potentially bribed uh, uh, members of the 51 Spies Who Lied letter about the Hunter disinformation to change their story uh, by with, by withholding. Uh, approval for a book that one of the, the CIA agents wanted published. And there's an allegation that they threatened to withhold allowing that book to be published. You, you want approval letter. for your book, you put your name here on the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story as Russian disinformation letter. Uh, Mike, uh, just because I know that there are people, why we only have a couple minutes left, there are people watching right now who will say, oh, that's crazy, it's conspiracy stuff. The CIA wouldn't do that. Our government wouldn't do that. 
The Biden administration just got spanked by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals specifically because they've been engaging in violations of the First Amendment and censorship directly related to COVID-19. That just happened, right? That just happened. And I should also say everything that I've cited here as evidence is mainstream news. You'll find all this in AP and the New York Times. This isn't just me saying it, but specifically with respect to the Fifth Circuit, that's exactly right. And this is because around the time of the COVID outbreak, there became a license by the federal government. Uh, They really thought, they actually made the argument uh, in the Court of Appeals uh, several weeks ago during the oral argument phase, the Biden administration argued that the COVID era changed the federal government's relationship with speech and that because of the prevalence of misinformation on the internet, the federal government now needs to basically have a license to evade or circumvent the hard strictures of the First Amendment. And they had the goal to make that argument directly. Now, fortunately, they got largely um, uh, blown out by this this recent uh, upholding of the ruling. Uh, But those applied the FBI uh, to the White House, to HHS. Uh, They didn't specifically cover, I, I believe, the Central Intelligence Agency. They also left out DHS and a few others. So there's much more baseball left to play on that particular this mindset this mindset that because of a pandemic or public health purposes we can't actually have free speech is chilling and terrifying mike we only have 30 seconds left so i'm sorry to leave you this but but is there reform is that even a possibility or is this one of those things we need a new leadership new president and just clean house completely well, I do believe that the Supreme Court, which has already made a number of very bold decisions uh, in the past several months, uh, will ultimately deliver a, a pretty big understrike on this issue to the Biden administration. But ultimately, it would, I would be very surprised if the Biden administration changes course on censorship. I think they're going to double and triple down ahead of 2024. I agree. I don't think they're going to pay attention to anything the courts say that they've already gone this far. Mike Benz, it's chilling and sobering stuff. Foundation for Freedom Online. Thank you, sir. Thank you. There's more to come on. I I think what what the CDC needs to do is they need to tell us who is getting hospitalized this year and and who's dying. What are their ages? Um, What exactly are their comorbidities? Did they get a vaccine? So when was their last dose? Most importantly, did they take an antiviral, which I think uh, Dr. Griffin on uh, his clinical updates consistently makes that point about how we tend to overlook that. And, um, And who are they? And, and then in, in concert with academic immunologists, I would like to see a sort of a more longitudinal look at how frequencies of T-cells, especially cytotoxic T-cells, are holding up over time. I mean, I'll take myself as an example. I've had three doses of the Wuhan 1 strain. My last dose was in November of 2021. I had a, a mild two-day infection in, in uh, May of 2022 with what was probably a BA2 strain because that was prominent at the time. I think I'm protected. I didn't get last year's 5 mile vaccine. I'm not getting this year's vaccine because I think I have high frequencies of T-cells. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we'll, I would like the academic immunologists in concert with CDC epidemiologists to answer those questions. And also, many people say, all right, I understand your argument, but what's the downside for getting a different COVID booster every year? Is, is there any? Right. It's actually, that's, that's one thing that kind of bothers me a lot is that like, people say, well, there's no downside. First of all, any time you take any medicine or any biological, there's a downside. If it has an upside, it'll have a downside. The downside may be rare. It may be um, um, very rare. But nonetheless, there's always downside. And we're going to find out about this, this vaccine over time. It is a novel strategy. We certainly were surprised by myocarditis and pericarditis. And we'll see whether or not over time, you know, when we're five years into this, 10 years into this, 15 years into this, whether there's any evidence of residual myocardial disease. Because the reason you have myocarditis... This is what they're calling the science, by the way. This is trust the science and trust the scientists. These are snake oil salesmen. I cannot emphasize that enough. I couldn't emphasize it more. They didn't test it. They're testing it on you. You're the lab rat. The public's the lab rat. So supposedly, I think they actually know what they put out there was a bioweapon, but this is the BS he's saying. This is a monster. This is a child killer. All these people need to be arrested. It's disgusting. Because you're making an immune response to your own heart muscle. I mean, it appears to be generally transient and short-lived, but there's invariably a spectrum of disease, and and we'll find out about that over time. And and I think it's perfectly willing to, reasonable to take those risks if the benefits are clear. But when the benefits aren't clear, then it's not so reasonable to take risk, even rare risk.
The independent commissioners of the National Citizens Inquiry have just released an interim report. According to the government's own documentation, the COVID-19 injections, known as vaccines, were never proven safe or effective. They were approved through a new process called an interim order. You can go and find this evidence for yourself at our website, download the commissioner's report, please share it far and wide. Neither safe nor effective. For the National Citizens Inquiry, I'm Michelle LeDuc-Catlin. That's just creepy Joe Biden. Ivermectin works, by the way. That's really what this full peer review study does, is it's very clear that it works. But uh, Fauci lied. 120K children died. Secret CDC report confirms hundreds of thousands of youngsters died suddenly in the USA following rollout. That's the expose. Not surprising. All by design, all by intent. It's an incredible crime. Hey, two doses is better than one. Did you get your second dose of the MPOX vaccine? If you take any vaccine at this point, it's your own fault. Autoimmune disease, death, misery. And this is kind of coming out in public now is, are they engineering these variants? Are the variants uh, more bio-warfare? And these are incredible people saying that. There's a guy from Japan, which you'll see soon enough, actually saying that. These are these are engineered. Um, Strains. It's crazy. Peter McCullough, a recent paper from Tanaka and Miyazawa working at the Osaka Medical and Pharmaceutical University and the Institute for Life and Medical Sciences, Kyoto. Japan caught my attention on the European Commission's Endodo preprint, sir. These investigators did an in intensive mutational analysis of the early substrains of the SARS CoV 2 Omicron strains and have come to the conclusion it may have been intentionally modified by humans, potentially to prolong the pandemic. This is along the lines of what Dr. Jordan Christian Walker, this is the whole hubbub that happened at Veritas that led to the, what I would say is the infiltration and destruction of that whole organization, like an actually credible, real journalistic organization. There's very few left. Um, so that's what he said. Wow, it's off the charts. This is just the, this is just World War III, there's no question. Ethical skeptic, 586,000 excess deaths in the U.S. ongoing, 3,000 last week, average age 49 years old. Heavy cancer, heart, kidney, circulatory signals, large increase in minor ICD code deaths. Yet we refuse to even mention the cause, much less than research it. Let that sink in. Silence is consent. That's because the people are silent, aren't the ones in my opinion. Died suddenly, all core cause mortality hit epidemic levels. Children in the age of 24 are dying at 40% excess mortality over the last two years. There's only one explanation for this. The untested mandated COVID shot is killing young people slowly. No more excuses. Time for arrest yet. This is the nation banned COVID post totally factual. Yep, no doubt. They censored the truth. That's, that's what you're paying your taxes for. Shocking revelations, Jim Ferguson. 40 trillion spikes in every shot. People who took the vaccine could be completely infertile in the next five years. They were controlled by the Department of Defense. Yeah, it's a, just a, a disaster. It's a Holocaust, man. It's a catastrophe. People aren't even talking about it. This is Trump getting involved. This is back in 2021. Trump urges all Americans to get the COVID vaccine. It's a safe vaccine, and it works, he said. Fox. And he said, like, it saved millions of lives. He was still kind of repeating that freaking line. Source in the military, this is Liz Willis. You know the Pfizer place that supposedly got hit by the tornado? Yeah. I live like 30 minutes from there. There was no tornado producing storm that day. And now they're pulling a tall barbed wire, no trespassing fence there. It wasn't up before. Wow. So somebody's burning up all the evidence. Same thing happened, actually, um, to uh, Rand Paul. I think he was talking to Fauci. And then his home office back in the state burned down like the night after that. I think it's coincidence. Probably not. Um, that's a true story. <clears throat> yeah, they're giving money to, to Ukraine, to a cokehead. It's really just a puppet, actually, of the U.S. Malcolm Roberts, special non-lethal batches for Pfizer. Stunning revelation. Pfizer leadership knew they were shielded from R mRNA, myocarditis, strokes, blood clots, while the rest of the world was getting sick from it. And that's all been a minute. I showed that in the last one. 
retards, all these creepy people. They're totally evil. The, the Biden administration should have a zero approval rating. It really should. It should have a zero approval rating. Why it doesn't, you have to ask questions. And then they're assembling troops over by the border of Ukraine. The world's falling apart. Clown world confirmed. Meet the new CDC director. Mandy Cohen made up COVID mandates on the fly and thought it was very funny. Norman Fenton. Yeah, she's a witch. Zero credibility. To take that job, you have to be just a demonic loser. She's got to be just a totally evil person. Greg Hunter, renowned trends researcher and publisher of the Trends Journal, Gerald Salente, says the trend for the world is very dark because of the increasing prospects of a world war. Salente pointed out a year ago to an unsuspecting public that World War III has already started. There's no end in sight to the Ukraine war. It is only getting more intense. Salente says we are at the end of civilization. Let's talk about the Ukraine war. Thanks to the U.S. and NATO, they ramped up the situation that would have been over a year ago if we minded our own business right. Now it's bombs away in Moscow and the drones they are sending in. World War III has begun. We are on the verge of nuclear annihilation. Look at these people on the cover of Trends Journal. They are out of their minds. <clears throat> they are evil, demonic, psychopathic, pathological lying freaks. Yeah, he's right. They are evil, demonic, psychopathic, pathological lying freaks. That's going to be the next. Uh, that'll be the next title for Bioweapon Blues. They have to steal the next election. These criminals have to steal the next election. They cannot be allowed to have a turn in power. They cannot allow it. They're going to do, they'll probably sell you out to the Chinese or anybody to win the next election. Honestly, they will engage in stone cold treason because they will go, they'll be in trouble. Criminal trouble. Salente says the people currently in office in Washington, D.C. will do anything to hold on to power. This includes massive cheating in the 2024 election and jailing Trump if the deep state could pull it off. Despite the fact that Donald Trump is leading the GOP field for the White House in 2024, they have to make sure he doesn't look. Look, and also Bobby Kennedy, he can't, they can't allow Bobby Kennedy into power either. <sighs> Stunning switch, Swiss research. Mueller found that Moderna vaccine associated myocardial injury was much more common than previously thought and much more frequent in women versus men. Nice. Peter Halligan silences consent. Oh, I keep repeating that. That's where I got that line. Standing in front of a locomotive driven by sociopaths will not result in health, no doubt. This is SGT report, a summary of the current situation regarding the United Nations and the World Health Organization. Deadlines are fast approaching. Now's the time to speak up. Well, that's, these are old. I haven't caught up. Mark Crispin Miller. So many young Americans are dying that not of COVID that even USA Today admits it. Dr. Pierre Corey and Mary Beth Pfeiffer tell the awful truth that an op-ed that the editors quick, quickly Honest statement. Yeah, there's no honest statement because it's all part of the agenda. They sold you out. Your own politicians sold you out. This is good news. You can go to the wellness company if you took the shot. You can now get rid of spike proteins here. How? Natokinase, which is based on uh, fermented soybeans. Bromelain, which you can do eating pineapples, papayas. Breaks it down. Curcumin, which I think is in... Um, not ginger, maybe ginger and what's the orange one? Turmeric. So you can probably do that naturally. You may not even need to take these pills. You just eat the right foods and fast. Nurse reveals that the COVID vaccine killed nearly 20% of patients at their facility, but nobody noticed because it happened over a three-month period of excess deaths and nobody was keeping track of the death rates. Steve Kirsch. Mother of child who got type 1 diabetes from vaccine injection speaks out. Yeah, it just causes all kinds of mess. Vince Clements, UK vax death figures released. One in 482 dead within a month. One in 246 dead within 60 days. One in every 73 vax were dead by May 2022. The number of people injured is far, far worse. Zachary Stiver of Epoch is probably the only reporter among such freedom fighter media who knows what, the, what he's doing. Props again. CDC doubles down on plans to recommend annual COVID shots. Steeper shares the continued idiocy of the CDC, the intellectual laziness, academic sloppiness, stupidity of the CDC. Absolutely. It's a criminal. It's a crime scene. They should just shut down the CDC. It's that bad. People don't realize it, man. Senator Ron Johnson, COVID was pre-planned by an elite group of people planned for our loss of freedom. 
We need to the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth. Event 201, yeah, he talks about it. The plan of the who revealed by an insider. Wow, that's very similar language to, um, to the externalization of the hierarchy. Hmm. I did that show. That QAnon plan show that I did on the externalization of the heart hierarchy blew people's minds. It's one of the most popular shows I've ever had people listen to. Ten years of pandemics, kids. Look forward to it. Club of Rome and the CIA depopulation program at Fauci's Fort Detrick. Sean Melville. Sometimes the research takes you in circles. It's best to start from the beginning. In the beginning, there was the depopulation club of Rome. His mandate was to pave the way for the New World Order's Great Reset. It all started with the idea of using gain-of-function experimentation to develop the ultimate bioweapon that would attack the body's immune system. This is where the story begins. The common enemy of humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. All these dangers are caused by human intervention, and it is only through changed attitudes and behavior that they can be overcome. The real enemy, then, is humanity itself. Sick. Probably all Satanists. <clears throat> it was a difficult decision to agree upon as to how to go about this, but an answer came from Dr. Aurelio Pache of the Club of Rome. Club of Rome. He advocated that a plague, plague be introduced, similar to that of the Black Death. The recommendation was to develop a microbe to attack the autoimmune system, rendering the development of a vaccine impossible. Orders were given to develop the microbe, develop a prophylactic and a cure. The microbe would be introduced by vaccine to the masses. The prophylactic would be used by the elite. The cure would be administered to survivors when it was decided that enough people had died. This was part of the Global 2000 Plan. In 1968, the Club of Rome determined limits to growth. The results of the study was that civilization as we know it would collapse shortly after the year 2000 unless the population was seriously reduced. So that's it. The plan was called Global 2000. Funding was obtained from the U.S. Congress under HB 15090 and given to the Department of Defense 1970 budget to produce a synthetic biological agent, an agent that does not naturally exist and for which no natural immunity could have been acquired. Virologists refer to this as a gain-of-function research that alters an organism or disease in a way that increases pathogenesis, transmissibility, or host range. The bottom line is that these bioweapons would be resistant to the immunological processes that we depend on to maintain immunity. They would be more infectious and lethal. This was the beginning of the gain-of-function function experimentations, and they never stopped. The project was carried out at Fort Detrick, Maryland. Since large populations were to be decimated, the ruling elite decided to target the undesirable elements of society for extermination. Initially, they targeted the black, Hispanic, and homosexual populations, and currently they are targeting the rest of society. The name of the project that developed the HIV virus that causes AIDS is MK Naomi. The African continent was infected with HIV via a smallpox vaccine in 1977. Members of the gay community in the U.S. population were infected with HIV in 1978 with the hepatitis B vaccine through the Centers of Disease Control, and now the rest of mankind is being infected through the COVID-19 vaccine. Vaccines armed with HIV autoimmune disease-causing agents are the NWO's modus operandi for mass depopulation. In 1962, Roy Ash, Henry Kissinger, and Vice President Nelson Rockefeller, all members of the infamous Club of Rome, were financial investors in a company called Lytton Bionetics. They helped to finance and establish the National Cancer Institute, which was part of the National Institute of Health at Fort Detrick, which included Lytton Bionetics' administration of the facility. By 1968, Dr. Robert Gallo was NCI Project Officer for Bionetics, where new cancer viruses were functionally identical to HIV were created. And it was Bionetics that directly supplied Merck Pharmaceuticals with the HIV bioweapon used to formulate both the smallpox and hepatitis B vaccines. Under the supervision of the CIA, Project MK Naomi was developed by the Special Operations Division scientists at Fort Detrick, Maryland. The order was given to by the Policy Committee Bilderberg Group based in Switzerland and put into effect by the Hague Kissinger depopulation policy regulated by the State Department established in 1975 that were responsible for drafting the Global 2000 report. With working with the National Institute of Health at the time and directing viral research were scientists Robert Gallo and Anthony Fauci. 
Fauci came to the NIH in 1968 as a clinical associate in 1972, became section head of clinical investigations. Following the attacks of 9-11, Fauci was involved in drafting, drafting the Project BioShield legislation, a plan to produce vaccines and treatments against biological weapons for the Bush administration, where he worked closely with Homeland Security and the intelligence community. See, this guy has different contacts. He's not a minister of health. He wants to present that to the public. And it's not true. He has all kinds of weird deep state connections. And as a bioweapons specialist, like you don't want that guy as the head of NIAD. It's crazy. Key elements of the legislation was to allow private partnerships with pharmaceutical companies to develop vaccines and allow the stockpiling and distribution of vaccines, which had not been tested for safety and, and efficacy in humans. You see, their plan was never about health preservation through vaccination. It was always about global genocide with anti-Fauci installed as the CIA's depopulation operative at Fort Detrick. Here's Fauci and his death squad planning premeditated murder with a surprise outbreak. Yeah, he's talking about that video is different. In a top secret 1978 CIA report on Project NK, MK Naomi, investigators raised suspicion on questionable activities that require further investigation at the Bi Army Biological Laboratory at Fort Detrick, specifically for the maintenance of a bioweapons capability. <clears throat> Despite the program being terminated by presidential directives in 1969, there were no records on its activity and nothing was ever documented. Additional cause for concern was the stockpiling of bioweapons and toxins for pop possible agency use. Whatever was happening at Fort Detrick, it was obvious they were a rogue agency at arm's length from the CIA, self-regulating with unlimited funding and beyond reproach. Although all existing records of Project MK Naomi were destroyed, Unlikely it's somewhere, probably in the CIA. It's clear that the scientists of the Illuminati at Fort Detrick declared their own secret war against mankind and made unilateral decisions to eliminate 90% of the world's population without our knowledge or consent. These are your judges, jurors, and executioners whose decision was final and without an option to appeal. Narcissistic, satanic white coats catering to their NWO masters. For the complete SARS-CoV-2 gain-of-function experiment story, Fauci's role, the collaborators and pharmaceutical partnerships, Moderna and affiliates that were involved in the development of the COVID-19 vaccine bioweapon, please read this article. At the time of these collaborations, Richard Rothschild also filed a patent in 2015 on a testing protocol for COVID-19 that would require the use of, use of cell phones to test for the presence of the virus in a person's body. And in 2017, he filed a biometrics patent which would collect statistical analysis of people's location, unique physical and behavioral characteristics. You see he's already here and already monitoring you. Yeah, it's a long article, but I actually read this the last time. This is the same uh, article I looked, I read on from uh, Executive Intelligence Review. And there's Project BioShield. Fauci's in the background there. Signed 2004. S15 Project BioShield Act of 2004. So, Fauci's been around a long time. Japan, COVID 19 vaccine, worst drug disaster in history. Japan surpassing all vaccine injuries of the past 44 years. There's been 3,500 individuals certified under a health damage compensation program by law for COVID-19 vaccines, with 4,000 pending reviews. America's top COVID experts cashed in on pandemic to the tune of $325 million. Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci together got a reported 58 royalty payments between them for allowing companies to use their COVID-19 vaccines. That's Kyle Becker. Sending millions to Chinese labs despite fears of a COVID leak. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just depopulation agenda. The Economist estimated global excess deaths, 31 million. Babies born in North South New South Wales public hospitals are way down, down by 1,500 every month recently. Massive decline in births, average decline 10%, strongest, strongest birth rate decline in over 100 years. Steve Kirsch, young people dying unexpectedly, the new normal, rates continue to rise unprecedented. 
So there's like 30 plus 35,000 excess deaths every week or, yeah, it seems like it. That's crazy. Steve Kerr said, just got off the phone with basketball legend John Stockton. He said he, before the vaccines rolled out, he said he could name about three players who died suddenly. Post-COVID vaccine, he can now name over 1,000. Does anyone see a problem here? I do. 13 horsemen of the COVID apocalypse. Weissman, Borla, Bansell, Fauci, Francis, Collins, Burks, Walensky, Dazic, Bayer, Barrick, and Azar. This is a guy who used to work for, for uh, Trump. CDC 2021. Rapid increase in ivermectin prescriptions. People want them. They put a shot stop to that. I couldn't actually get a uh, ivermectin prescription from my local pharmacy. They they wouldn't explain uh, tell me why either, which is incredible. This is uh, them advertising. Take your. It's safer to take the COVID nineteen while you're pregnant because it's better for your baby. It's incredible. Doctor Molly James says you are either grossly incompetent or wildly corrupt. Either way, your department should be defunded for sharing such erroneous information. Nobody should be getting these shots, let alone pregnant women and unborn babies, no doubt. This is Echo Health Alliance. COVID victims' families sue Echo Health Alliance for funding releasing virus. Families of four people who died from COVID-19 are suing Echo Health Alliance, the New York-based nonprofit that was conducting gain-of-function research on bad coronaviruses in Wuhan, China. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to follow. No doubt. There's going to be time, and uh, Pfizer's, Pfizer's future value as a company is zero due to all of the lawsuits. Like, literally, it'll be wrapped up. And there's all kinds of weird things uh, tied together with this whole story. And Epstein, this guy from Metabiota, which also involves the Bidens. It's really incredible. And this character, Nathan, Nathan Wolf, virologist and author of The Viral Storm. But he worked on Terra Moore, so that's a direct uh, connection to Ghislaine Maxwell. I'm proud to be Terra Mars ambassador of cyanobacteria to the world. People don't know that this phylum of ocean bacteria account for around 25% of the Earth's photosynthesis. Exploring the microbial world alone in the oceans will take us many decades and the hardest benefits we can scarcely imagine. And it's just like all these other characters, Peter Daszak, Nathan Wolf, Metabiota. So they're all around each other. It's wild. And then Facebook shows up and Google around there. Sick. No good. Yeah, this is the this is the email about Metabiota to Hunter Biden. Hunter, we had a great dinner with Nathan and Robert from Metabiota last night. They're looking to do a Series A, so they're trying to raise money in a few months, which will allow us to mark up our investment to five times what we paid. They are digitizing the microbial world. What Palantir, Palantir is the CIA. Metabiota is to the USDA. Do you guys have any relationships with DHS that would be helpful to them? They asked about that last night. They may be willing to pay someone a retainer to be helpful to, to them on this front. Also, if you guys could take time to meet with them when they're in the D.C. office next week, that would be great. That's from Rosemont Seneca Technology. That's another Hunter Biden affiliate. Professor Angus Stagleish, I have no doubt that the vaccines are associated with the current increase in cancers that are being witnessed around the world. They suppress the innate and T-cell system, making your body much weaker at defending itself from new viruses such as Omicron. This also has the additional effect of disturbing T-cell surveillance of dormant cancers. The mRNA of the spike protein binds to genes that normally control cancers. It is a high time that patients in the medical profession rose against the dreadful imposition of what was essentially mandatory vaccine with no informed consent, no doubt. These are criminals, dude. This is a monster. Fauci immediately arrested. Collins, immediately functioning. It says everything about the DOJ and Biden. Biden's uh, approval should be zero. It just shows how stupid people are. they just like, oh, man, love Trump or something. Trump's in on it. Dumbasses. Jail Fauci recently released document. There is. He uh, Rand Paul sent a request to, to arrest Fauci to the DOJ. Nothing's there. I mean, the whole government's gone. It's corrupt. It's the core. Evil. Child killers. Unbelievable. 
Tony Fauci lied about the origins of the COVID-19 virus, lied about funding the Wuhan lab that created the COVID-19 virus, lied about gain-of-function testing at the Wuhan lab, lied about the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine, and lied about the effectiveness of ivermectin. It just goes on and on. It's just so sick. Lied about the effectiveness of vaccines in protecting individuals. Lied about the effectiveness of the vaccines in preventing the spread. Lied about the dangers to children. Lied about the dangers to healthy adults. Lied about making money. It's criminal. Unbelievable. Ukraine is a crime scene. Two months after receiving a half a million dollar investment from Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca, just talked about that, Ukrainian biolab Metabiota received 23 million contract from the Department of Defense. Metabiota only, only received 340,000 from the DHS prior year. Then Zelensky ordered all Metabiota files destroyed. Tell you, man, these guys are running crime and criminal stuff through Ukraine. And Zelensky's in on it. He's their puppet. Crazy. Karen Kingston's mission to Bobby Kennedy Jr. to help her was ominous and mind blowing. Mr. Kennedy, I beg you to please talk to Dr. Malone and not have me killed. What did she mean? I don't know what she meant. I'm being hunted down right now like an animal. Fauci's old boss is blaming Fauci. Is Anthony Fauci about to get in some serious trouble? I hope so. And he's installed at Georgetown. It's incredible. Like, I don't even know what the administrators of Georgetown are doing. They're going to get sued. <clears throat> Engineers discover nationwide cellular network connects election equipment and gives federal government access to election systems at pre- precinct level. level you know. I mean, they have to steal the election again. You're not free. You're not free. James Bradley, Fauci and NIH Director Collins, receives 58 COVID vaccine royalty payments totaling $325 million. This guy says, and Fauci needs to be tried for mass murder in a death penalty state. God save America. Yeah, you better start praying. Somebody sent right, right, it said, flu season is coming, so get your flu shot from right, eight again. Walk in for your flu or COVID-19 shots. Yeah, they turned all your local right, eight into a freaking death camp. It's like for, like Auschwitz next door. Come and get your kill shot. I mean, it's. I mean, you have to marvel at the boldness of corrupting all of these institutions to get this kill shot out. Like they really thought it through. It's incredible. Peter Bregan, Karen Kingston. Members of Congress staff exempt from vaccine mandate. So. These are also Johnson. I already repeated that pre-planned by a group of elites. COVID-19 vaccination is primary cause of serious myocarditis, not SARS-CoV-2 infection. From 1955 to 1963, an estimated 10 to 30% of polio vaccines administered in the U.S. were contaminated with simian virus 40, SV40. New documents provide new evidence, and NIH documents provide new evidence. U.S. funded gain of function research in Wuhan. California doctor saw assisted death surge 63% to 853 last year, so they're assisting suicide. It's the death cult, death culture, fake uh, thing. Dr. Robert Chandler explained spike protein, heart inflammation still present one year after mRNA injection. Harris, two-digit IQ, one slip and fall from the White House. She's a total idiot. I mean, I, I don't think she's just a total diversity hire. This is like the nightmare of America has become is where it's no longer a meritocracy. You just have losers like this rise to the top. Through all, I mean, vote fraud, obviously. Inflation is down and wages are up. Dr. Naomi Wolf, via Dr. Ely, was going to host a Twitter space on bioweapons. They shut it down in a few minutes. Won't let me post anything. And my internet in my office got cut off. <laughs> yeah, you say bioweapon, baby. They're angry. Ah, this is just more deaths and shots. And you, these people, they last about two years. So they get the shot, dead in two years. It's incredible. It's about autism, too. I mean, just total corruption and murder at the top. 
Chinese bioengineering lab operating secretly in California. That's nice in, in Fresno. Great. New Zealand official birth and death figures for 12 months at the end of June 2023 released. Deaths are up 14%. Live births are down 28%. Disability is up 37%. So according to these freaks at the Club of Rome and their so-called elite, um, that's a, that's a success. They, they look at those stats like, yeah, like I'm going to go party at Epstein's Island is what Gates is thinking. I got to get back over there and celebrate. Bunch of misery and murder. It's a freaking ghoul. Biowarfare alert from clandestine. Russian military accused the U.S. of releasing bioweapons to create crisis situation and claims the U.S. are planning to do it again. Russia just accused the ruling families of the DNC and Big Pharma of creating COVID in Ukraine and using it to take over the world. Thus, as in 2019, the U.S. has begun preparing for a new pandemic by searching for virus mutations. We cannot rule out that the United States will use so-called defensive technologies for offensive purposes as well for global governance by creating crisis situations of a biological nature. I've been trying to tell everyone from the jump that Ukraine is backlash for the production or release of SARS-CoV-2. World War III already started and COVID was the first weapon fired. Also. YouTube's new policy is that it will censor you if you disagree with World Health Organization. YouTube recognizes that whose guidance might change. YouTube isn't a social media platform. It's a propaganda platform. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. This is Kennedy. We have biolabs in Ukraine because we're developing bioweapons. And those bioweapons are using all kinds of new synthetic biology and CRISPR technology and genetic engineering techniques that were not available to the previous generation. They can make frightening, frightening stuff. Yeah. The guy Montagnier, who found the AIDS virus, said that these viruses or at least the COVID virus, whatever it is, was made with the precision of a watchmaker. Like, it was beautifully crafted. He's passed away. You know, all the stuff that Kennedy said is true. And this, these are like the deaths. Farm girl, I personally knew this guy found dead in residence. This is the sixth person I've personally known, ages 30 to 72, who have been found dead, heart attack, or stroke. Let me guess, the jab is the common denominator. Yeah. That was born after me. Like These guys are young, 40. I turned 55 this month. 15-year-old Joseph Gardner dead. This is so sad. It's just mad. I never thought I would live through all this, this warfare, mass murder. Sick. 16-year-old dies from heart complication at Texas Chipping Camp. This is all in Fauci and Gates and Biden. They're all involved in this stuff. God have mercy on your souls because you're monsters. You're going straight to hell. You do not, you shouldn't. I mean, a society cannot survive people like this. That's the whole thing. Like, they're walking around like they've already done the crimes. Jefferson County School Superintendent Dr. Walter Gonsulin confirmed that a 17-year-old student passed away earlier today, suffered a medical emergency, and died at the hospital. Maple Leafs prospect Rodion Amarov, who was diagnosed with a brain tumor, has died at age 21. Wow. Lauren McCants, Arkansas. You can see her vaccine card April 18th, dead August 13th, 2023. Two years. Is with the greatest sadness I tell Lauren's friends that she passed away Saturday night. She collapsed her home and efforts to revive her have failed. This is all I know. LATM flight, Miami to Santiago. Two hours into an eight-hour flight, captain collapsed and died in the lavatory. Plane diverted to Panama City. Wow. Parents die within three months of each other. Families are being shattered. Children are being left orphans. I told you there's going to be tons of orphans. I'll probably just kill them and rape them, and then steal their organs or something. That's the way it is these days. That's how monstrous the world is these days. Uh, you know, I look through these things. I'm like, when was the date she got her shot? There it is, November 6th, vaccinated, dead. What's the death date? I can't find it. Oh, she's not dead. She just went to the ER. Still in pain, not dying. Have some inflammation in my chest, either from overuse. My body decided to be mad at me. Yeah, because you got an autoimmune disease. Get it from courtesy of Anthony Fauci. 
year ago, my good friend and fellow Marine Tony died from the jab. He was found during a wellness check. His last Facebook post said he was very sick and wished he hadn't been talked into the Pfizer booster. He brought me to Jesus, and I know I'll see him in heaven. Rip Tony. Keffer, Steve passed away unexpectedly last week, the day he returned home from the Gila Fire in New Mexico. We are in utter shock, and writing these words is truly unbearable. Where's his shot date? Where's his shot date? Oh, I can't find it. Doctor, these people usually last, live forever, 80 years old or whatever. She died 50 years old. Psychiatrist. This is William Mackis. I've just released an updated on 100 Canadian doctors dying suddenly, all being covered up by Canada. Your own government loves you so much they're covering up your murder. Wow. So you pay taxes to a government that does it. The U.S. is doing it too. The bear system's crap. All these people are just killers, dude. Nazis would be proud. Chris Hall, I hope you're a proud Pfizer UK criminals or murderers. No doubt. No doubt. This is Michael Murrah. Take all this S every day, every goddamn day. It does nothing, nothing at all. So much BS. I couldn't even fit it all in one photograph. It's just stacks of pills and stuff like that. A lot of these guys commit suicide. My mother refused the deadly COVID drug remdesivir five times, according to MedRex. It was administered October 6th without my mother's knowledge. Not surprised. They're death camps, man. They're death camps, and they're also late. The hospitals these days will just give you debt that is tantamount to death. My friend, past Sheriff Pete Warner, passed away peacefully in his sleep last Friday into Saturday night. It was a shock to me and hundreds of others. Mike Coughlin got his shot April 30th, 2021. Dead. I wish I had the date. Passed away peacefully yet unexpectedly in a home as a result of a pulmonary embolism, blood clot. Turbo Cancer, 37-year-old, diagnosed within cancer in weeks. She's dead. Turbo. So the list goes on. The deaths go on. Stay away from the shot, and your political leaders hate you and want you dead. Thank you for listening.